Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm Siobhan Booth and I am your host. This podcast is for anyone with an interest in mental health, overcoming anxiety and building confidence. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. This week I want to talk about something that I've had a lot of inquiries about recently um, and also something that I seem to end up working with quite a lot um, for some reason. Um, And that is how you can overcome the anxiety around public speaking. Now, public speaking is one of those things that can be really quite emotional for people, Um, often because we've had experiences in school particularly that have really put us off, Um, but also for other reasons as well. So people who've never done public speaking before can often feel really anxious about doing it for the first time. So I wanted to talk through a little bit about the anxiety that surrounds public speaking and some of the things that you can do about it. Um, Because public speaking can be a really rewarding experience, particularly if it's something that you want to do to further your business, or if it's something you want to do to further your career, or even if it's just that you want to help people and share some knowledge. It can be a really, really rewarding experience. So it's always quite sad to me that people avoid doing it just because they have anxiety around it. So I'm going to start out by talking about some of the reasons why we feel anxious about speaking in public. Now, we've evolved to be social beings, so we we are safest when we're in a social group. What can happen is that we often fear things like humiliation a lot because it can mean os- being ostracised from a group, which is something that, evolutionary speaking, we try and avoid as much as we can. So basically, when we're scared of public speaking, the biggest thing that we're generally scared of is looking stupid in front of a large group of people. And that's a very real fear. It's very common to feel that. It's very normal to feel that. Um, And it can be quite debilitating. So if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, you'll know that I talk a lot about our thoughts, how they make us feel, and what kind of actions that makes us take. So when we're thinking about public speaking, we're talking about thoughts like, I'm going to look stupid. Um, I'm going to forget what I've got to say. What if I need to cough when I'm on stage? Um, All kinds of thoughts like this that go through your mind. Uh, What if I forget what I'm talking about? What if I look stupid? Are really common concerns that people have when they're approaching some sort of public speaking engagement. Now, there's a few ways of overcoming these types of things. But those kind of thoughts are the big basis for why we end up feeling the way that we do. So the types of feelings that those thoughts lead to are things like our heart racing, feeling shaky, feeling sweaty, um, all sorts of things. Feeling a bit faint, feeling a bit dizzy is quite normal. Sometimes because your blood pressure is shooting up, uh, sometimes your vision goes a bit funny. These are all really normal symptoms of being anxious about public speaking. And there are various actions that people take, um, which can be quite detrimental. So the most common thing that people do when they have anxiety about something is they simply avoid the situation as much as possible. So people who have come to me for help with public speaking are usually in a position where they can't avoid it. Um, So they've been asked to do a presentation by their work, or quite often I see people who have a wedding coming up and they are either a groom or father of the bride. and they're really worried about their speech and it's a situation that they can't really get away with. Now the difficulty is at weddings that some people will combat this by getting really drunk instead 
um, which is not always ideal and can sometimes lead to further embarrassment down the line. So that's not always the best solution. So we're going to talk today about some alternative solutions so that if you are planning for a wedding or if you have to give a presentation because of work, um, you can use some of these ideas to help you feel a bit different and hopefully act a bit differently as well. One of the other things that I often see when I'm watching other people um, is they'll start off the talk by saying that they're nervous. And it's a bit of a tricky one, really, because in some ways that kind of vulnerability and honesty is, is kind of commendable. But if you're doing something, particularly in a very professional capacity, it can actually detract quite a lot from how much respect you get from the people watching you. So things like that can be a bit of a tricky one to manage. Um, and what I prefer to do, even if I'm feeling quite nervous, is to introduce myself and say I'm really excited to be able to speak to you today and then go on to talk about what I'm going to talk about. Because it just gives you a bit more interest and a bit more gravitas when it comes to what you're about to say. So the first thing is having a think about those thoughts. So what thoughts are you having? And how can we change those thoughts? So a lot of people are worried about forgetting what it is they have to say. Now, an obvious way to combat that is to practice lots. And that's something I would strongly advise is to practice regularly. Another thing is to make sure that you have cues built into whatever it is. So particularly for weddings, nobody judges if you have um, a list of notes written down. Or even if you're reading something, we're all friends and family here. So that can be an alternative. But if it's a subject that you know lots about, then it should be fairly straightforward for you to be able to talk confidently in front of people. And even if you slightly lose your way, be able to bring it back to what you were originally talking about. So make sure you know what you're talking about inside out. Make sure you are actually the authority on it, because when you know that you're the authority on it, it is much easier to go on a stage and act like you're the authority on it, because you are, you know what you're talking about. So that's one way of changing some of those thoughts, is to actually be the alternative to the negative thought. The other thing is to have a bit more self-compassion. So it depends what kind of person you are, but generally speaking, when I go and watch speeches, you are more interested in what they're talking about, really, than what that person is doing or how they're presenting. And sometimes it can be a bit awkward if they're particularly bad. But for the most part, you don't notice a lot of the stumbles. You don't notice some of the pauses where they're thinking about what they want to say next. You don't really notice a lot of that stuff. It's only the person who's on the stage that tends to notice those things. So have a bit of awareness that just because you're very deeply aware of where you may have made mistakes in the past or where you may have made a mistake um, during a speech you've done recently, just be a bit more understanding that other people might not be judging you as harshly as you think. And often we judge ourselves much more harshly than other people judge us. Now, obviously, I use hypnosis uh, with my clients. And for clients who use my online course, then there are pre-recorded hypnosis, which is a great way to teach yourself how to calm yourself down. So you can use techniques, breathing techniques before the speech in order to calm down the nerves. You can use hypnosis to calm yourself down, get yourself in a, a good, confident, calm space. You can also use hypnosis to practice your speech. So if you imagine yourself speaking in front of people, 
you can make sure that when you're visualizing it that you're doing the speech in the most confident relaxed powerful uh, knowledgeable way you possibly can and it gives you an opportunity to practice you can visualize the hall that you're going to be in if you don't know where you're speaking you can just visualize a massive hall with loads of people and really take some time to make that visual image as vivid as you possibly can just to make sure that you're practicing it in the best way possible because often what we do without realizing is we actually visualize things going badly so we need to make sure we counteract that and make sure that when you are visualizing you're visualizing the best possible situation it doesn't mean that it's guaranteed to go like that but you massively increase your chances of it going well if you've practiced it going well in your head several times and it makes sense really because then your brain knows what to do as opposed to fighting constantly this anxiety and not knowing what it's supposed to do so i strongly recommend um, you can learn self-hypnosis through uh, one of my courses online or you can do one of the online courses and use the pre-recorded hypnosis sessions and it'll teach you how to do all of these things. Another really important thing for um, public speaking and becoming confident with public speaking is to have a look into different communication styles. So one of the things that again we cover on the online course or I cover with clients is something called assertiveness. And this is basically how you can communicate in a calm, confident and clear way. And it talks through all of the different body languages and ways in which you can portray this calm confidence in a relaxed way that's not too aggressive, not too overly confident, but is just calm and assertive, really, which is a really useful thing to do. Because often people, when they go on stage, because everything has taken over, our anxiety response has taken over, they can often act in ways that can seem quite odd to other people. And then we come off stage and we're embarrassed about it because we think, oh, that didn't go very well. So if we can learn how to really imagine being a calm and assertive person and knowing what the body language behind that looks like, then even if we are still a bit nervous, which a small amount of nerves is really normal, you can still come across really well in that speech as the kind of confident expert that you would really want to be. I mean, that's what we all do when we, we want to do public speaking. Another thing is to rephrase why you're doing the public speaking talk. So often when we think about public speaking, we become very obsessed with how bad it's going to be. And we think about that quite a lot, um, which, as I mentioned before, is basically practicing it going wrong. But have a think about how important this speech is to you. So I've worked with people um, who are giving speeches for a number of reasons. There are some people who are doing it at a wedding and they want to do the speech because it's really important to them and their family, but they're really nervous about it. I've worked with people who have been told that they have to by their work and they really don't want to, but they basically won't have the job if they don't. And I've worked with people who run their own business, for example, and want to do it because they know it will further their business, but they're too scared to. So there's quite a wide range there. But have a think about why it is you're doing that speech. And if you're one of the people who has been told to do it by work, then find a really good reason why you want to do it. And that might be tricky, but there will be a good reason for you in there. 
it might be job progression, it might be surprising people who don't think that you're up to it, it might be um, just improving yourself and doing something that you've never done before. It might even just be the thrill of doing something that scares you because it makes you feel powerful and strong that you can overcome these things. It really doesn't matter what it is, as long as you find something that is a good reason why you want to do this talk. Obviously, with things like a wedding, generally speaking, we're doing it because we love the people involved. And that's a really, really powerful reason to want to do a speech. So when we're worrying about doing the speech, if we instead think about why we want to do it and how pleased we will be when we have done it, then it will just help out that anxiety uh, enough to help you get to the point where you can do it quickly. The other thing to think about is to incorporate some sort of mindfulness into your everyday life. Now, mindfulness is um, a really interesting thing. Um, it's a really good opportunity to be aware of what's going on around you. And we can use it on a daily basis just to ensure that we are aware of what's going on, self-aware. And it can be really useful in terms of anxiety because we need that self-awareness to understand when we are letting our thoughts run away from us. And it can be really helpful to be able to catch those thoughts, realise that you're having thoughts about this particular issue and try and bring it to something else instead as we've talked about, the reason why you're doing it, or make yourself think about how amazing it's going to be, how good you're going to look. Bringing that awareness just gives you a bit more control back over the situation because often anxiety can feel so out of control um, because it, it can be a very uncontrolled process. The, the brain reacts in a certain way and it causes us to have huge physiological symptoms that we do struggle to control. So learning to take control over that process just gives you so much back in terms of being able to go out there and do things like public speaking or anything else that really scares you. If you have any questions about overcoming anxiety for public speaking, then please do head to my website where you can have a look at the different courses available. So the Anxiety to Confidence course, which will go through all of the things that I've talked about in this podcast. There's also a self-hypnosis course, which is a great way to learn how to calm yourself when you're heading towards a situation that you know is going to be stressful. And also there is an opportunity to work with me personally if you would like more support and more help in overcoming anxiety and making sure that if you have a public speaking engagement coming up, that it can be the best public speaking talk you've ever done and shows how intelligent, knowledgeable, calm and confident you really are. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. You can find more information and my extensive blog at www.anxietytoconfidence.com. That's the number two, anxietytoconfidence.com.